wrestling capital of the world, Sault Ste. Marie, as we go on a wrestling adventure into the heart of the Pro Wrestling Command Center, the desk of EAS, the champion of wrestling podcasts. And here is our host, EAS. Welcome to the Esco VAS, the champion of wrestling podcast, episode 163. Downloads an amazing 23,000. SmackDown results, AEW Rampage results, AEW Collision results, Raw results, NXT results, AEW Dynamite results, and NFL Divisional Predictions. EAS Playbook exclusive Facebook at 2 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time for the EAS Playbook. Next week's show, we'll tell you about that. But this week, episode 140 was Pretty Boy Larry Sharp. Book of the Week, Wrestler of the Week, DVD of the Week, Top 10 Singles and Tag Teams, Women's Top 10, EAS Wrestling Show of the Week, Match of the Week, EAS Flashback, This Day in History, EAS is Stock Up or Stock Down, EAS is Fave 5 for the men and for the women. Also, EAS Spotlight, the Top 50 Wrestlers of All Time from the 1980s continues. It starts from 431 this week. From the desk of EAS Entertainment Wrestling and Stormer on Facebook. Podbean download all 162 episodes. Follow me on the exit EAS Desk of 2004. Big shout outs to Robin, Stacy, and Wallace, Ron in Knoxville, John of the Detroit Haynes in West Virginia, Buckshot in the Sioux, Lee in Ohio, Grace and Garrett in Midland, Jody in the Sioux, Mom and Dad on Drummond Island, David in Tucson, Kelly in Canton, Michigan, Olivia in the Sioux, Landon in Midland, Kim and Brad Midland, and Michael and Cheyenne in Sioux St. Marie, Michigan. Welcome to the wrestling capital of the world. Sault Ste. Marie, Michigan, where it is eight below. You heard me right, eight below and partly sunny. I don't know how you can do partly sunny and eight below together, but we did it here at the desk of EAS, the champion of wrestling podcast. Welcome to the desk, and we appreciate the 23,000 downloads. It is amazing what we have done here at the desk of EAS in EAS Entertainment, along with your undying uh, love and support from our friends and family. Kick things off with SmackDown results of Pinnacle Bank Arena in Lincoln, Nebraska, where it was cold. Uh, SmackDown kicks off with Grayson Waller and Austin Theory making their way down to the ring for Waller's match. And uh, we keep going on to that. And Grayson Waller and Austin Theory leave the ring. Paul Heyman, Solo Sequoia, and Jimmy Uso get into the ring. And Heyman says they're not bad guys, he said. The bad guys is that villainous James Bond wannabe Nick Aldis. Who is outside of the ring? Heyman says Aldis put Roman Reigns in a fatal four-way match at the Royal Rumble where it is practically guaranteed that the undisputed heavyweight championship of the world will be lost by Roman Reigns. Heyman says that does not make them the bad guy. But the bad guy in this situation, Nick Aldis, and he says that Aldis gets on the ring apron and takes microphone from Heyman. Aldis tells Heyman that this is not a conversation between the two equals. Fatal four-way match uh, at the Royal Rumble is done deal. He says this is the second time in as many weeks that have been ruled by the bloodline, and it won't happen again. He says they can't ruin the main event of tonight's show because tonight the bloodline are in the main event of the show. Elder says the fans braved cold to join them, and they will get AJ Styles, LA Knight, and Randy Orton against Jimmy Uso, Solo Sokoa, and Roman Reigns. Heyman tries to take the microphone from Aldis, but Aldis doesn't let him. Heyman speaks into the microphone and says they both know that Roman Reigns is not here in Lincoln, Nebraska. Aldis tells him. He's right. Roman Reigns has once again uh, started something that he doesn't seem to want to finish. All it says the bloodline have until the main event of tonight's show to find a partner if they like it. And if not, 
It's a three-on-two handicap match. Elvis tells Heyman, good luck, and leaves. It was awesome. Angel and Huberto with Santos Escobar versus Joaquin Wilde and Cruz del Toro with Zelina Vega. These, this matchup was great. Uh, the old guard of Santos Escobar and Joaquin Wilde and Cruz del Toro of the Latino World Order and the Gato World Order, the Gato Fantasma. Um, Santos Escobar's team of Angel and Huberto go on to win this matchup. Uh, they went on to attack, and here comes Carlito Colon coming out and beating the tar out of Santos Escobar. Carmelo Hayes and Nick Allos are backstage. Ellis tells him he's pressed a lot during the United States Championship Tournament and come from Austin. Uh, Theory and Grace Waller who asks Ellis what he is doing tonight with the show. They ask Carmelo Hayes, what is he doing on the show? And he tells Hayes he's isn't on his level. Carmelo tells Waller he is higher than his level. Grayson says he just wants wrestling, and he can't, but Austin Theory can wrestle. So Austin Theory versus Carmelo Hayes, a former NXT World Champion, and and uh, also NXT North American Champion. Bianca Belair versus Bailey uh, with damage control. This is getting old. They keep booking the same bullshit. This is out like Vince McMahon's backstage. But Bianca Belair wins this. Not a big fan of the WWE's writing team the last couple weeks on Raw and SmackDown. Been subpar, in my opinion, and Bianca Belair goes on to win this. Not because Bianca Belair wins, because she's great, but because I'm sick of the same cycle bullshit matches. Damage controls are backstage, and in comes Bailey. What that was was all about, Dakota says. Whoever was looking at them, and they didn't want to cause a disqualification. The plan Bailey had for them to have all the gold. Bailey has to win the Rumble alone. Bailey tells her they are stronger together, and Dakota tells her she still has a Rumble to win. Bobby Lashley and Street Profits walk down to the ring. Lashley tells AOP on Karrion Cross that they tried to take him out last week. Jumping them from behind did not give them the upper hand. It got them in a fight they can't win. Lashley says when he and the Street Profits have a problem with someone, they take it face to face and approach things. They don't hide. They walk down the ring, roll up their sleeves, clinch the fist, and get ready to fight. He calls out Karrion Cross and AOP to the ring. Lights go out, and out comes Paul Ellering. Points to the Titantron, and we see a video of Cross and Scarlet. Talk about how they're going to break people on the outside. He tells Lashley that him and the authors of Pain are going to kick ass, are going to break people on the outside. He tells Lashley the embarrassing street profits are now on top of their list. And who better to enter the dawn of the new era than the two of the most dangerous men in the world has ever known, the authors of Pain and the most sadistic person in the world has ever known, Paul Ellering. He says they are the final testament which I like the video cuts, and we see Lashley and the Street Profits in the ring. Cut to the back, and Heyman approached by pretty early. They begin to stutter and tell Heyman they heard they are looking for people and they think they can make a great team. Heyman tells them that the two of them realize it's one person team with Jimmy Uso. Pretty deadly, get out of and apologize, walking away. Lashley and the Street Profits are backstage. Heyman approaches Lashley, and he tells him they have known each other for a long time, and as a longtime friend, he can do him a favor and work out the aggression tonight by teaming up with Solo and Jimmy. Lashley says he's known him for a long time, but the only time he wants to be in the ring with Bloodline is when he's standing across Roman Reigns. Lashley said the Street Profits walk away, and Heyman stands angry. Carmelo Hayes versus Austin Theory, really good matchup. Um, we saw the bell rings and underway Hayes with a headlock, but Theory gets out of it. Theory with a headlock, but Hayes gets out of it and uh, suplexes him, and he kicks out. And Hayes with the faded away Theory on the ring apron, Hayes with a DDT. 
Hayes will fly in clothesline, runs towards Theory and hits him with the face buster. Hayes goes for the first 48, but Theory catches him and places him in the top rope. Theory jumps onto the second rope and goes for the Spanish fly, but both Hayes and Theory land on their face, but both men look hurt, and the referee calls for the bell. It goes to a no contest. Great matchup until they both got concussed. Jimmy Uso and Solo Sokoa versus Randy Orton, AJ Styles, and LA Knight. It was a good matchup, not a great matchup. Uh, going back and forth, Randy Orton, AJ Styles, and LA Knight go on to win this matchup. Big shout-outs to Ron in Knoxville, Lee in Ohio, Mom and Dad on Drummond Island, and Michael and Cheyenne here in the Sioux. AEW Rampage was great this week. Homecoming continues at Daly's Place in Jacksonville, Florida. This matchup was considered match of the week. Continental Crown Championship matchup. Eddie Kingston, the AEW inaugural Continental Crown Champion against uh, ROH Pure Champion, Willie Yuta, just for the Continental Crown Championship. This matchup was awesome. Yuta and Kingston chain wrestled at the start of the match. Yuta applied pressure to Eddie's wrist and arm. Yuta kicked Eddie in the head, taunting him. Eddie got to his feet and smacked Yuta in the face with an open palm strike. Yuta fired back with a top rope dive and Eddie into the barricade. Yuta connected with a big cross body press. Yuta charged at Kingston in the corner, but Kingston moved out of the way. Kingston used rapid fire chops to Yuta's chest. They brawled outside the ring. Yuta drove Kingston and shoulder first into the barricade, and Yuta focused his attack on Kingston's right arm, stomping on it. Back in the ring, Wheeler Yuta dropkick Eddie Kingston. Yuta planted Kingston shoulder first on the mat. Yuta slapped Kingston in the face. Uh, Eddie had enough and hit Yuta with a captured suplex. Kingston followed up with an exploder, which was awesome, which took uh, Yuta out of his boots. Both men were hurting, and both men were down. Yuta charged at Kingston, but Kingston countered with a DDT for a near fall. Kingston blistered, blistered the chest of Yuta. It looked like uh, hamburger. Uh, they jockeyed for position in the top turnbuckle, and Yuta spiked Kingston with a diving DDT. Kingston escaped with a pin attempt by touching the bottom rope with his boot. Yuta was enraged, smashed Eddie with a hammer and anvil elbows. Yuta applied a cross arm breaker. Yuta wrenched up on the wrist of Kingston. Champ grabbed the bottom rope, forced her up to break the hold, and Yuta nailed Eddie with a German suplex for a close near fall. Yuta climbed the top rope, splashed Eddie for a two count. Damn near got him there. Wheeler shoved the ref out of the way, booted Eddie in the face. Eddie got to his feet and cracked Yuta with a spinning back fist. Eddie blasted Yuta with a half and half suplex, followed by a Northern Lights bomb, which was awesome. It, the crowd just went ape shit, and he pinned you to, to retain the Continental Crown. Backstage, Hardy Boys and Mark Briscoe. Briscoe, Renee, the Hardy Boys, and Big Chicken himself kicked ass, took names, and a feeling we're not done. Jeff said, not only did we kick ass in the ring, but we also kicked ass in the ratings, viewership, demons, all categories. And see Matt and Jeff Hardy and Mark Briscoe winning the World Trios titles when the time comes. Matt, myself, and Jeff want to win the AEW World Tag Team titles, but I could see some trios gold in the future of this combination. Know why we have so much respect for you? Because when we fought you and your brother, you brought us to us like no one else. We're meant to be a trio, and I see great things in our future. Jeff Hardy put a Hardy Boys necklace around Mark's neck, and Matt, as of right now, you're one of us. Swerve Strickland and Matt Seidel, <coughs> excellent matchup, high-hitting, high-flying. Swerve Strickland goes on to win this matchup. Renee's backstage, top flight in action, Andretti on the back, private party interrupts. They want a match. They get a match. We'll talk about that later. That will be on AEW Dynamite Report. Kirishita defeated Queen Amante. Renee was backstage. Ruby Soho and Soraya. Don't really care about that. Main event, Dark Order. Alex Reynolds, Evil Uno, and John Silver with negative one. Defeated Cool Man, Angela Parker, Daddy Magic, and Matt Menard, and Jake Hager. It was a great matchup and a great tribute to the late Brody 
Lee. And uh, AEW collision results coming at you here in a minute. We're in a big shout-out to Robin, Stacey, and Wallace, Ron, and Knoxville, Buckshot, and Masu. Upcoming, we have EAS Spotlight, the top 50 wrestlers of all time from the 1980s starting, are going to be at 40 to 31, 1980s. Today, 40 to 31. And also, EAS Playbook exclusive to Facebook at 2 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. We'll tell you next week's show as we get to it. <coughs> AEW Collision Battle of the Belts nine results. Uh, we are in North Fork, Virginia from the Chatham Way Arena. Open challenge rated our superstar Adam Copeland versus Shane Taylor Promotions, Lee Moriarty. Really good matchup. Uh, more, uh, Lee Moriarty looked great in this matchup, but Adam Copeland, the radar superstar, goes on to win this matchup. ROH World Six Man Tag Team Championship matchup. This match matchup was awesome. Bogle Embassy versus the Murdoch Monster, Lance Archer, and the Righteous. I like the Righteous and the Murdoch Monster, but I thought they were going to win the ROH World Six Man titles. They did not. Bogle Embassy retained in a hard hitting slobber knocker matchup. Lexi Nares backstage with Prince Advance backstage, Roderick Strong in the Kingdom interrupt. Pardon me, Preston Vance said this was his time, but after he was done with his match tonight, he beat Roddy next week. Natural Dustin Rhodes versus Willie Mack. Willie Mack put out a big, great outing from our ROH World Television Champion. Uh, loses to the Natural Dustin Rhodes in a really good match. A Bullet Club goal we're backstage with an answer for Prince Nana and the Mogul Embassy. Switchblade Jay White said the ROH six-man titles would be going home with him and the guns at the match on Dynamite this Wednesday. FTW World Champion Hook was shown arriving at the arena. Renee backstage, Dustin Rhodes, uh, the TNT champion Christian Cage interrupted Rhodes and said he didn't like the company that Rhodes kept. Dustin challenged Christian Cage to put the title on line this Wednesday. And Dynamite, we'll get to that one. That was a good matchup. Hangman Adam Page versus Zork Horseman, J.D. Drake. And we saw the Hangman Page with the Buckshot Lariat and the Virtuoso Deanna Prazo keeps rolling on, defeating Red Velvet. Hook, the FTW World Champion, defeats Kevin Matthews pretty quickly. The main event, Daniel Garcia and FTR, uh, Cash Wheeler and Dax Harbor versus House of Black, Brody King, Buddy Matthews, and Malachi Black. This was considered match of the week. This was awesome matchup, and Daniel Garcia and FTR looked awesome in this matchup. Loved it, and uh, it was incredible. Uh, Dax crushed Buddy with the powder for a two-count. This credible, said Matt Menard. Where he distracted the ref for the apron, and Buddy curbs Tom Bax to score the victory. What we have seen tonight is incredible, and the House of Black rises to the top, said Tony Schiavone. House of Black does not lose on uh, AEW Collision. The main event, Big Bill and Absolute Ricky Starks with Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara, a street fight. This matchup went all over the arena, and Big Bill and Absolute Ricky Starks wins this match, but there was outside interference from the Don Callis family and cost them the AEW World Tag Team Championships. Monday Night Raw results. Uh, before we go into that, uh, Monday Night Raw results, wanted to let everybody know a big news that came out uh, yesterday, and I just got to figure it out here in a minute. From the Dirt Sheet Radio, we've gone to Dirt Sheet Radio, and it's also on uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling's um, site as well. Uh, Okada will be leaving New Japan Pro Wrestling after the uh, conclusion of his contract on January 31st, 2024. Okada's statement of nothing but gratitude for having been part of New Japan Pro Wrestling since 2007 and for New Japan Pro Wrestling bringing me in from 19-year-old kid off the plane in Mexico to a rainmaker, I'm today. Thank you to the best of the companies in NJPW, to the best of opportunities I've been able to face here. 
the best of fans that I have cheered and booed over the years. I promise to make it rain every time, every match I have left, so keep watching. Also, on Monday Night Raw, we're going to go into that. There was an injury. Uh, I was told that it was a saw report that it is not part of a storyline in the main event of Monday Night Raw. We're in North Little Arkansas, uh, Simmons Bank Arena. In uh, American Nightmare Cody Rhodes addresses the crowd. Wrestling has more than one royal family comes out. American Nightmare Cody Rhodes makes his way to the ring. The crowd gives him a great ovation. Raw's set is dramatically different from normal. It looks almost like WWE Live event set up they have. The reason they did that is a lot of snow on the roof in uh, the arena, and they're afraid that it was going to collapse the roof. That's why they did it. So, Little Rock, what do you guys want to talk about? They can talk about music dedicated to Little Rock or fighting and defeating Shinsuke Nakamura. They can talk about the thing he came back to WWE for. The Royal Rumble is right around the corner. Rhodes doesn't plan on and Drew McIntyre music cuts him off. The Scottish word makes his way down the ramp. McIntyre smirks at Rhodes and asks him what he wants to talk about. Rhodes has been back, and they haven't had a chance to catch up. They grew up together in WWE. They're the same age and took similar career paths. McIntyre is proud of Rhodes. McIntyre is proud of the man Rhodes has become and the performer he is. They were WWE World Tag Team Champions at one point. McIntyre asks if Rhodes remembers their tag team name. Rhodes answers, the Dashing Ones. I remember that. McIntyre jokingly says he can't believe they didn't go to the top with that name. The reason they didn't go far with the tag team is they saw themselves as singles. Competitors, they had to leave WWE to get their heads right and get perspective. They weren't any ordinary wrestlers outside of WWE. They redefined what it meant to be a wrestler outside of WWE. It became verbs to do a Drew, to do a Cody. To become so undeniable that WWE calls you back. McIntyre asked if Rhodes remembers the last match he had before he returned to WWE. It was with Rhodes. Rhodes told McIntyre he would be a future world champion. McIntyre has done it twice. McIntyre will tell Rhodes in front of the entire world. He's heard what people are saying, and he's seen the gifs and the jokes, and if Rhodes keeps doing what he's doing, he'll be the first member of his family to raise the championship. Rhodes will finish the story. Rhodes looks choked up. McIntyre says Rhodes won't finish the story until he finishes. Rhodes asks if that's so. McIntyre has declared for the Royal Rumble, so as Rhodes, McIntyre could win. Jay could win. A man who wants to solidify his legacy, CM Punk, could win. A choppy CM Punk chant picks up. Rhodes says he doesn't plan on letting him. What is choppy means people don't give a shit about you, CM Punk, anymore. Go away. You're to cause bullshit problems backstage. You don't deserve to win the Royal Rumble in EAS's eyes. It should be the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes, who will finish his fucking story. At WrestleMania 40, I believe that. Give himself, he doesn't. If not, if I was Cody Rhodes, I'd be like saying, "Screw you, uh, WWE, I'm gone." Uh, step up in his merchandise is, sells better than Roman Reigns is right now. Rhodes says they're talking about stepping up. He's assured McIntyre that is not knack. Rhodes smiles, comes out here because this is what he loves. Rhodes appreciates the opportunity he's received because he made them for himself. McIntyre is right. They have similar career paths, but Rhodes is thankful and uh, relishes his second chance. McIntyre is just standing there and complaining about his second chance. McIntyre says that this is the real Cody. Why did he bring Jay Uso to Raw knowing the trouble it would cause? Is this case keeping your friends close and your enemies closer? And why did he endorse CM Punk? Rhodes knows exactly what Punk is like. McIntyre doesn't like that Rhodes is a kiss arse, but he does like him. McIntyre wishes this conversation wasn't happening. If Damian Priest was an idiot, he tried to cash in, he'd be the champion right now. Rhodes is standing in his way. Like Punk learned last week, McIntyre will eat you alive when you're in his way. 
McIntyre is what's best for business at WrestleMania. The story belongs to Drew McIntyre. Rhodes mentions that McIntyre is as if a lot. McIntyre is living with grievance. Grievances. McIntyre wants that for Rhodes. When Rhodes wonders and speculates a finished story, he doesn't look into McIntyre. He looks to his heart and the crowd. McIntyre wants to settle this Royal Rumble and give McIntyre something to complain about. McIntyre keeps talking about their last match together. Who won it? Rhodes walks off. McIntyre returns and sneers at him. Backstage, we're not going to do the R-Truth thing. Dirty Dominic, Mysterio, and J.D. McDonough. Judgment make their way to the ring. They face DIY. This matchup was awesome. I like uh, Drew McIntyre, or J.D. McDonough, and I like uh, Dominic Mysterio against DIY. Great matchup. They ended with the meet in the middle as DIY keeps rolling and probably will be winning the World Tag Team Championship soon. Raw general manager uh, Adam Pierce's office earlier today came to Slurry. Neharl telling general manager Adam Pierce that 24-24 is their year. They want a shot at the World Tag Team Championships. Chelsea Green and Piper Niven interrupt. They have a match between Chelsea Green and Piper Niven versus Indy Harwell and Candice LeRae. And LeRae and Indy Harwell win this matchup. Judgment Day's clubhouse. We'll skip that. And Intercontinental Champion Gunther returns to Raw. Uh, fair to fight on speakers in WWE Intercontinental Champion. Gunther makes his entrance day as fighter of 84 days in Gunther's record-breaking reign. Gunther stands in the ring alongside Lou Vega Kaiser. Not pleased that the crowd is booing. Gunther says they're two weeks away from the Royal Rumble, and he can feel the desperation in this place. Gunther can smell it since they're in Congress, so he can smell excrement too. While he was away and observing that unfold over the past few weeks, he saw his fellow WWE superstars desperately um, looking for Gunther, and Gunther said that uh, he was happy at Ludwig Kaiser's uh, what he did to Kofi Kingston and that he was entering the Royal Rumble. Xavier Woods came down, took on Ludwig Kaiser. Ludwig Kaiser goes on to beat, uh, win by disqualification. Ludwig Kaiser wins by disqualification. And uh, so it was an interesting thing. Also, the main event is coming up here in a mere moments um, between, uh, I don't know why this is doing what it's doing, but anyways, the main event, between Seth freaking Rollins, the world's heavyweight champion, took on uh, Jinder Mahal. It was a good matchup, but you could see that uh, the world's heavyweight champion's knee blew out. And according to my sources, it is for real. He did blow his knee, blew his knee out. I have not seen any more reports if he's going to miss any time or if he's going to relinquish the belt. If he does relinquish the belt, Damian Priest would have to cash in. Dupree versus Ivar and Maxine Akira Tozawa versus Ivar and Ivar wins this matchup. Or no, Akira Tozawa wins this matchup by pinfall. Uh, women's World Shaman Rhea Ripley addresses the women's division. Rhea Ripley makes her entrance. She looks extremely serious and she heads to the ring. A loud mommy chant picks up. Ripley looks unimpressed. Ripley says she is so sick and tired of people like Nia Jax running, running their mouths claiming that this is the division. This is Rhea Ripley's division. That's why it's her championship. The crowd gives her a great ovation. Uh, Becky Lynch's music hits. crowd is absolutely buzzing. His mommy and the man stand in the ring. Lynch says, so here we stand, two different people, with two, two very similar journeys. They want to face each other. Will those two face each other? I think they should give it to Nia Jax. They've been building her. Non-title matchup, the undisputed WWE Tag Team Champions Judgment Day. Uh, the Awesome Truth took on the Judgment Day in a non-title matchup. 
and the Judgment Day go on to win this matchup. NXT results coming at you really soon. Talk about core injuries. Cora Jade is out 9 to 12 months. One of my favorite wrestlers is out. Blew her knee out. Big shout-outs to Robin, Stacy, and Wallace. Ron and Oxel, John the Detroit Haynes in West Virginia, and Buckshot in the Sioux. And also Lee in Ohio. Uh, NXT results get well soon to George, George, uh, Cora Jade by WWE.com. Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic, Carmelo Hayes, Trick Williams, defeat Malachi Blade and, and Nares, right? Anofi, Lara Valkyrie, and Tatum Paxson defeated Lola Weiss and Electro Lopez. And that was actually a pretty good matchup. Dusty Rhodes, Joaquin Wild and Cruz Del Toro, and a great matchup against Chase Hughes, Duke Hudson, and Riley Osborne. LWO wins this. Dijak defeats Trey Berryhill. And uh, 20 Women Battle Royal to determine the number one contender to the world's women's heavyweight championship. And the prodigy. Roxanne Perez goes on to win this matchup. We also saw JBL talk to uh, Brooks Jensen and uh, told him, you know, what can I do? He goes, just be you and do what you do. Also, big shout-outs to Robin Stacey Wallace, Ron and Oxlade, and Jonathan Detroit Haynes in West Virginia. EAS is Fave 5 for the men, and the women is heading your way in mere moments. AEW Dynamite results. We are North Charleston Coliseum in North Charleston, South Carolina. The Patriarchs Christian Cage versus Natural Dustin Rhodes is a hard-hitting matchup. And Christian Cage goes on to retain the TNT Championship. The Natural Dustin Rhodes looked awesome. Renee was backstage with Swerve Strickland. With Swerve Strickland. Swerve said not only did he have his eye on the main event, but he also has his eyes everywhere. He said, Benner, it was Samoa Joe Hook. Came out as champion, Swerve said he's the most dangerous man in going after the most coveted prize industry. Uh, and Renee mentioned Hangman Adam Page on the man going after that prize. Swerve said, like I said, I've got an eye everywhere. Swerve said he's beaten uh, Hangman twice, and now he's going to no reason to prove it again. The Ocho Chris Jericho's backstage. Jericho said the Don Chaos family ripped those AEW World Tag Team Championship belts out of his and Sammy Guevara's hands. And the Battle of the Belts last Saturday, Takeshita Hobbs, you caused us to lose and your injury. Sammy, now even though I just beat you in Tokyo, Takeshita suddenly, that match doesn't mean as much anymore. I'm going to seek and destroy your ass. Matt said, Ellen Rump, some questions. Jericho and they're going to face each other tonight on Rampage. Orange Cassidy uh, and Trent Beretta took a commander and pinned El Zero Miero. And we saw the international team in Orange Cassidy and Trent Beretta win this match. It was a high-octane matchup what you expect. Hangman and Page and backstage with Renee. Think back on the past five years, you will not find another soul on the planet who cared more about the AEW World Championship than I have. Treated it with reverence, who needed it. But in 2024, not only will I win it, but I will also put my name on it and keep it there for as long as I can. Swerve seems to think about me a lot. I don't think about him at all. If he says he can beat me, I would say it doesn't matter because he's not the world champion. Samoa Joe is we watching tonight. And if Hook wins, God be with you. Mark Briscoe walks out in the ramp and honors his brother Jay on his one-year anniversary of his passing. Nay backstage with Nick and Matt Jackson. Nick said, I'm sorry to cut you off, but can you show us some respect and call us by our God-given names, Nicholas and Matthew? We're executive vice presidents around here, and it's time to take this job a little more seriously. Matt, good point. Renee, we've heard about the public tantrums and rumors. Matt, rumors, you want to go there? I, I know which rumor you're talking about. Don't believe the things they say or write about us, do you? None of those are true. Let's say hypothetically some of those things were true. What would you do to uh, preserve and protect your life's work 
what will you do to protect your baby and know what could do so just think about this next time you come out with the rumors and again this is hypo, uh, hypothetical but what would you be willing to lose also would you be willing to lose your relationship with the coworkers and your friends how about your legacy and reputation out the window and you knew all that in hindsight would you do all that if you meant there'd be a healthy sustainable company called aew answer that hell yeah and speak of there being a company around here you got a paycheck this week right you're welcome renee switches gears let's talk sting matt when we started AEW there in the beginning you were there so you couldn't you wouldn't know but we used to say change the world and someone somewhere along the way we lost our way it's like the culture shifted and toxicity crept in the locker room just different i think i know why i think it's because we started to learn lean on yesterday's self-serving cancerous superstars big big hit to cm punk i love it you mentioned sting that isn't about sting sting is none of those things sting is great sting is a role model employee i'm envious of the way that they talk about sting maybe they'll talk about us like that one day however it's what sting represents sting is the last of the dying breed and the image of sting isn't in line with what we want to do the AEW want to change the world. Unfortunately for Sting, we're going to have to say goodbye to Sting and everybody likes Sting. And we would never ask him to do anything that we weren't willing to do ourselves. Nick, good point. Renee, is that an official call to Sting and Revolution final match? Nick, as AE, as EVPs, will pull some strings. ROH World Six-Man Tag Team Champions Mobile Embassy against Challengers of the Bullet Club Gold. The Bullet Club Gold finally get gold and become the new ROH World Six-Man Tag Team Championship matchup matches they looked awesome and they won them the undisputed kingdoms adam cole and warlow were backstage cole says warlow has even scratched the surface of what he's capable of but now with the undisputed kingdom this man will be unbeatable this man will go down as the most dominant aew professional wrestler of all time promise you that and just wait and see until warlow continues to run over opponent after opponent after opponent until there's nothing left but the aew world championship which will then be the property of the undisputed kingdom and date right big man Wardlow, boom. Virtuoso Deanna Prazo on a classic against Anna Jay. This matchup was great, and we saw Deanna Prazo win this. Renee's backstage interviewing uh, Deanna, uh, interviewing, interviewed Deanna Prazo in the ring, and Renee Tony Storm said she'd like to meet you with meet with you, but the champ is right there. Is there anything you'd like to say to her? Absolute Tony, I don't know what's gotten into you. Knowing each other for a long time, we used to be like sisters, and it's clear since I arrived at AEW that you've changed. But you know what? So have I. You might have been friends with Deanna Prazo, but you have never met the greatest techno wrestler in the world, the virtuoso. Tony says, technical? You're technical? Well, technically, speaking, you're an artificially tan hack. My past is none of your concern. I ought to march right in the ring and sock you right in that box, but we must go to commercials. So chin up, blank out, and watch for the shoe. Started throwing shoes. Tony, you're toast. You're going down. Luther carried Tony away on his shoulder. Top flight took on private party. High-hitting action between both teams. And private party goes on to win this matchup. Sting and Darby Allin video package airs. We see it. Main event time, the AEW World's Heavyweight Champion. Samoa Joe versus FTW World Champion Hook. This matchup was incredible. Incredible matchup. And uh, both men pulled all the stops. Hook did a lot of suplexing. And Hook showed why, why 
He is a top contender for any title in AEW. Samoa Joe wins uh, using his Coquito Clutch and making Hook pass out to that. And uh, it was just an awesome Hook. I believe that's only his second loss it is. He lost to Jungle Boy Jack Perry, losing the FTW World Championship, which he regained as well. And Hook, a future World's Heavyweight Champion in EAS's mind. The Nascar VAS Achievement of Wrestling Podcast is proud to bring in our very first sponsor, TNT Toys and Collectibles. Landon Teal is the man that took up EAS with a lot of his stuff in his sports room that you have seen on my Facebook page on Thursday for my show at 2 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 989-329-1770. Text or call Landon Teal. He'll hook you up. I'm going to buy action figures, comics, cartoon, and pop culture items. He'll buy individual items or bulk collections. He's located in the Midland Mall near the Target. He is also follow him on Google, Facebook, and Instagram. He's looking for vintage, modern, and used and new stuff. Just mention the Desk of EAS Chamber Wrestling Podcast too. And Landon Teal at 989-329-1770. And Landon, my boy, will hook you up. Landing Deal, 989-329-1770. TNT, toys and collectibles inside the Midland Mall near Target. Landon Deal is the, Landon Teal is the man to get a hold of. 989-329-1770. Text or call him. He'll hook you up. Yes, Playbook, exclusive Facebook at 2 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. Next week's show is looking at episode 141 on Jim Cornette's Midnight Express. Book of the Week. A gift that I got from Ron from Knoxville. Thank you for this. It was great. It's a bunch of clippings from uh, back in the day. It's called Amazing Classic Wrestling Newspaper Ads and Clippings. You can find it on Amazon. Big shout out to Amazon. We love Amazon here at the Desk of EAS, Champion Wrestling Podcast. Wrestlers of the Week, Bullet Club Gold, winning the ROH World Six-Man Tag Team Championships, and Hook, his impressive main event showing for the World's Heavyweight title. That makes them wrestlers of the week. DVD of the week, AEW Revolution 2023. If you've not seen it yet, you have to get it. Top 10 singles and tag teams. For the men, Mogul Embassy, number one contenders, the ROH World Six-Man Tag Team Championships at number 10. The Bullet Club Gold, uh, ROH World Six-Man Tag Team Champions are at number 9. Corbin and Breaker, number three contenders, the NXT World Tag Team Titles, up one notch from 98. Big Bill and Ricky Starks, AEW World Tag Team Champions, down one from six to seven. Axiom and Nathan Frazier, number two contenders in the NXT World Tag Team titles. At number six, the family NXT World Tag Team champions fall three notches from two to five. OTM, number one contenders in the NXT World Tag Team titles, four notches from eight to four. FTR, the number one contender of the AEW World Tag Team titles, up one from four to three. And the Judgment Day, WWE World Tag Team champions, up one notch from three to two. And Undisputed Kingdom, the ROH World Tag Team champions are number one still. And uh, top 10, Roman Reigns, WWE Undisputed Champion, plummets five notches from five to 10. The phenomenal AJ Styles, number one contender of the WWE Undisputed Title, down one from eight to nine. Randy Orton, number one contender of the WWE Undisputed Title, because it's a three way or four way match, down one notch from seven to eight. LA Knight, number one contender of the WWE Undisputed Title, down one from six to seven. Hook, the FTW World Champion, back in the countdown at six. Gunther, WWE Intercontinental Champion, up four notches from nine to five. Orange Cassidy, the international champion, down one notch from three to four. Seth Frickin' Rollins, the WWE world champion, up one 
four to three. Samoa Joe, the AEW World Champion, down one from one to two. And Eddie Kingston, the AEW Continental Crown Champion, moves up from number two to number one. Women's top ten, Roxanne Perez, the number one contender of the NXT World title, back in the countdown at number ten. Number nine, Bianca Belair, number one contender of the WWE Undisputed title, back in the countdown at number nine. Becky Lynch, number one contender of the WWE World title, back in the countdown at number eight. Rhea Ripley, WWE World Champion, down three notches from four to seven. Lara Valkyria, then NXT World Champion, down one from five to six. EO Sky, the WWE Undisputed Champion, up two notches from seven to five. Diana Peraza, the virtuoso, the number one contender of the AEW World title, up two notches from six to four. Nia Jax, the number one contender of the WWE World title, still at number three. Timeless Tony Storm, the AEW World Champion, still at number two. And Julia Hart, the AEW TBS Champion, is still at number one. EAS Wrestling Show of the Week is AEW Collision. Match of the week, Eddie Kingston retains his AEW Continental Crown, defeats Wheeler Yuta at AEW Rampage, House of Black versus FTR, Daniel Garcia on AEW Collision. Ted DiBiase is our flashback this Here with week. WWE Hall of Famer Ted DiBiase, the Million Dollar Man. And Ted, I know you from the WWF. Uh, just thank you for being here today. It's, it's a my pleasure. pleasure. Yeah. You bet. My pleasure. So I just want to know, how, what was your path to getting to the WWF, WWE? How did you get there? Well, you know, it's like uh, one of the questions I'm often asked is, of all the things you could have done in life, why did you choose to be a professional wrestler? Not not a common job, right? What do you do for a living, Dad? Well, I run around in spandex and I get in head with chairs. What do you do? <laughs> but the answer to the question was my dad, my actually my stepfather, uh, who met my mother. My mother, and a lot, of, a lot of like serious fans know this, but the casual fan doesn't. My mother was a lady wrestler back in the day, uh, and uh, her wrestling name was Helen Hill, H I L D, and that's how they met. My biological parents had divorced uh, when I was two, and my mom and Mike met, and and uh, and then they got married uh, in uh, 1959. I was five years old, and then my life comes this bigger than life man. He's not only a professional wrestler, but I had a story career at the University of Nebraska. Uh, I was there about, I guess, about a year ago to make an appearance at a at a minor league hockey game in Lincoln, and. Uh, they gave me a tour of the whole athletic facility, which was just mind blowing. But they took me into the wrestling room, and the, here's where all the plaques and everything. And they went, Ted, look right there. I look up, and there's a plaque with my dad's name on it. Conference wow. champion, three years in a row, like like 1944, 45, and 46. So wow. anyway, uh, I had I had this unbelievable dad who I wanted to be just like. So there you go. I mean, all my life. I mean, I played college football. Uh, West Texas State, where another number of other guys, another story. There's a whole story about the the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase, one of my favorite wrestlers. This day in history, on January 19, 1971, Ivan Koloff wins the Worldwide Wrestling Federation World Championship from Bruno San Martino, ending his record eight-year reign at Madison Square Garden in New York City. Also, uh, another thing I forgot to do here is the NFL Wild Card Weekend. It was three and three last week. And uh, didn't do too well. We're all 75 and 73, but the AFC, uh, the Buffalo Bills versus the Kansas City Chiefs. I like the Buffalo Bills in this one. And uh, also the Baltimore Ravens versus the Houston Texans. I want to go to Houston, but I'm not going to. I think it's going to be Baltimore and Buffalo. NFC, San Francisco, as I predicted back in September, San Francisco will beat the Packers, and they'll, they'll take on the Detroit Lions will beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. 
Please check out our sponsor, TNT Toys and Collectibles at 6800 Eastman Avenue in Midland, Michigan, inside the Midland Mall. Next to the Target, they're looking to buy action figures, comics, cartoon and pop culture items. They also buy in bulk. Please contact them at 989-329-1770. That's 989-329-1770. Please let them know that the desk of EAS sent you. EAS is stock up or stock down this week. The House of Black, their stock is on the rise. FTR stock is on the rise. Drew McIntyre stock is down. CM Punk stock's down. Private Party stock is down. EAS is Fave 5 for the men. Eddie, uh, number 5, Hook. Debuts Samoa Joe at Falls. One, or moves up one notch from 5 to 4. LA Knight at number 3. Cody Rhodes down 1 from 1 to 2. And Eddie Kingston moves from 2 to 1. Uh, women's Fave 5, Chris Stantlander plummets four notches from one to five. Kiana James uh, up one from five to four. Laura Valkyria, number three. Van Henley up two notches from four to two. And Julia Hart goes from two to number one. From two to number one. The desk of EAS Entertainment would like to thank our biggest sponsor, TNT Toys and Collectibles, at 6800 Eastman Avenue in beautiful Midland, Michigan, inside the Midland Mall. Your blast from the past store items from your childhood and a huge collection of wrestling figures that buy, sell, and also they sell comic books and other novelty items. Contact the store owner, Landon, and tell him the desk of EIS, the champion of wrestling podcast, sent you to TNT Toys and Collectibles in beautiful Midland, Michigan. Welcome back to the desk of EIS, the champion of wrestling podcast, episode 163. Downloads, 23,000 downloads. We appreciate that very, very much. Awesome, awesome. We are humbled here at the desk of EIS, the champion of wrestling podcast and 40 to 31 today on the top 50 wrestlers of all time big shout out to robin stacy and wallace ron in knoxville john of the detroit hands in west virginia and kim and brad in midland the eas spotlight the big boss man ray washington trailer jr born on may 2nd 1963 in marietta georgia september 22nd 2004 age of 41 passed away in georgia in dallas georgia Married to Angela Trailer, married in 1989, has two children. Uh, wrestled the ring names Big Boss Man, Boss Man, Big Bubba, Big Bubba Rogers, The Boss, Guardian Angel, Ray Trailer, and War Machine. Cobb County, Georgia, Cobb County, Georgia. Ted Allen was trained by a debut in 1985. The American Dream Dusty Rhodes brought him in to Jim Crocker Promotions and the National Wrestling Alliance. He was managed by James E. Cornett as Big Bubba Rogers, being a bodyguard after he attacked Ron Garvin. Jim Crocker Promotions, former corrections officer in Cobb County, Georgia, trailer debuted in 85, then began working as a jobber for Jim Crocker Promotions, which he did. Uh, wrestled Tully Blanchard, the Barbarian, Ivan Coltman Express, then he became a heel and became a bad man with Jim Cornette to go after Magnum TA and American Dream Dusty Rhodes at bunkhouse matches, American Dream Dusty Rhodes. It's part of Universal Wrestling Federation, part of the buyout. Uh, Bill Watts' old Mid-South Territory and became the UWF World's Heavyweight Champion, defeating uh, the one-man gang. One of the World Wrestling Federation in 88-93, tagged with the one-man gang now known as African Dream Akeem, better known as Twin Towers. They wrestled each other at WrestleMania Five as they exploded, uh, just like the Mega Powers did, and they wrestled each other as well. World Championship Wrestling 93-98, trailer returned to the United States, debut for World Championship Wrestling as the boss. On December 18th, uh, then he was the Guardian Angels, part of the Dungeon of Doom. Turned to WWF in 98-2003, became a hardcore champion and tag team champion with Ken Shamrock. 
Ray Trailer Reverse Tag Team Departure. Uh, he was also International Wrestling Association of Japan. Uh, was his final matchup. Uh, he won that. Uh, championships and accomplishments. Ranked number 23 of the top 500 single wrestlers of the PW500 in 1992. PW ranked him number 138 of the top 500 single wrestlers in the PW years. 2003, UWF heavyweight champion once. World Wrestling Federation hardcore champion four times. World Tag Team champion once with Ken Shamrock. WWE Hall of Fame Class of 2016, Wrestling Observer Newsletter, Most Improved, 1987. Best Gimmick, 1986, NWO, Feud of the Year, 96, New World Order vs. World Championship Wrestling. Uh, worst Feud of the Year with John Tenta. Uh, Big Show, Worst Feud of the Year in 99. Worst Work Match of the Year, 1999, versus El Snow, Unforgiven. Big Boss Man was awesome. Love the Big Boss Man, one of my favorite wrestlers. Liked him when he was... Uh, when he was... Big Bubba Rogers, Big Bubba, no trouble. And uh, remember to follow me from the desk of EAS Entertainment Wrestling Storm on Facebook. Podbean download all 162 episodes. Follow me on the X at EAS Desk of 2004. Big shout out to Robin, Stacey, and Wallace, Ron and Knoxville, Jonathan Ryan Haynes in West Virginia, Buckshot in the Sioux, Lee in Ohio, Grayson Garrett in Midland, Jody in the Sioux, Mom and Dad on Drummond Island, David and Tucson, Kelly in Canton, Michigan. Olivia in the Sioux, Landon in Midland, and Kim and Brad in Midland as well. Michael and Cheyenne in the Sioux as well. Before we leave for the day, top 50 wrestlers of all time from the 1980s, 40 to 31. Next week, 30 to 21. At number 40, Universal Heartthrob, Austin Idol. At number 39, Kamala. Dick Murdoch at number 38, who was groomed to be an NWA world champion but could not get the votes to become world champion. One of the purest, greatest wrestlers. A lot of uh, professors have said Ted DiBiase Sr. American Dream Industrial Road said the same thing. Dirty Dick Slater at number 36. Bob Orton Jr., longtime partner of Dick Slater in Mid-Atlantic Wrestling. Number 36, Jay Youngblood at 35. Gentleman Chris Adams at 34. Number one, Paul Jones was awesome Mid-Atlantic and in the 80s at 33. Mr. Perfect, Kurt Henning at number 32. And Chief Wahoo McDaniel, who won the United States Heavyweight Championship. At the time, a record six times, a world tag team champion, a national heavyweight champion. This man did it all. He was United States tag team champion, Wahoo McDaniel. Next week, 30 to 21 on the top 50 wrestlers of all time from the 1980s. Thank you for joining us here at the Desk of EAS, the Champion of Wrestling Podcast. Remember to follow me at EAS Entertainment Wrestling Astronomer on Facebook. Pop being downloaded all 162 episodes. Follow me on the exit of EAS Desk of 2004. Join us here next week at the Desk of EAS, the Champion of Wrestling Podcast. Episode 164. We will see you next week. Love you all. It is four below now, mostly sunny in the rest of the capital world, Sault Ste. Marie. Love you all. Copyright EAS Entertainment 2024.